Hello, thank you for sharing time with me this week on the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. Welcome to the sacred space where we share stories, truths, and conversations to help you define and refine your best self. Ditch the senseless hustle, find your focus, and build a life you are fired up to live out loud on purpose and on your own terms. Whether you are building your slice of the kingdom from a couch, car, cubicle, or corner office, the sass and moxie delivered in this podcast will fill your soul tank and empower the courageous, gracious, tenacious, vivacious lioness you are. Today's show features another magnificent moxie chat. The mission of this series is to shine a light on the stories of divine, brilliant leaders who are taking risks, pushing through challenges, and living their best life out loud, on purpose, and on their own terms. Are you ready to open, ignite, and nurture your mind, heart, and soul? Me too. Grab your favorite beverage and let's do this. On today's episode, I'm talking with a fierce, feisty, and fabulous lioness, Ms. Sabrina Brown. Sabrina's been a realtor for over 12 years. She currently serves as the 2019 District Vice President for the Women's Council of Realtors in California and will be their 2020 State Treasurer. Go, Sabrina! Early in her career, she served as a mentor for new agents at one of the larger brokerages in Fresno. That's where she discovered her passion for helping new agents to become successful realtors. This led Sabrina to open Brown & Brown Real Estate, a boutique brokerage geared towards empowering and engaging newly licensed agents. It is also one of the many reasons she's one of our Woman Up Wavemakers as well. In addition to her passion for helping others achieve their goals, she also loves contributing to her community and spending time with her six, yes, six children and her supportive husband. Are you ready to meet Sabrina? Here we go. Yay! (laughs) I am so, so excited for (laughs) you lionesses to meet one of the most divine queens I have met in the real estate industry. Sabrina Brown is in the house. And as you heard in her bio, she has graced so many different roles inside this industry and in her home, in her life. And you ladies are in for a absolute treat. Welcome, 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 Sabrina. Oh, so excited to be here. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it's so fun that we're meeting today because yesterday was our friendversary on Facebook. I know, right? <laughs> and I, you know, it actually really struck me when I saw that. I thought, I feel like I've known you for years. I know. I know. That's why I was saying. It's only been a year. How weird is that? <laughs> yes. It was in Sacramento, right? It was for the Women's Council of Realtors California event. Yeah. that Cheryl was hosting and she had called me, actually it was just a few months before then. That meeting was life-changing for me as well. Yeah, I met some of the most amazing women. I mean, I met Cheryl really intentionally there. I met Eileen, I met you. Ah, so <laughs> many of the fiercest lionesses that I know. And, and we'll have to, yeah, warrior princesses, Eileen, yes. We are all. <laughs> I love that. So as you know, Sabrina, you've heard the podcast before. I love to start with one of my favorite questions of all time, which is how do you personally define success? 
Oh, wow. Okay. So success for me is doing what you love every day with people that you love and enjoy being around. That mm-hmm. is success for me. I love getting up every day and going out and working and, you know, meeting new people and working with the crew that I have at the office. We have an awesome team. So that's success to me. I feel successful just from that. That is so beautiful. You know, I think every person that's ever been on the show has a different response for how do you define success. And as you know, because you've, you've seen me talk and you've heard past podcasts, it's, that is the beauty of when you actually slow down and think, hmm, how do I define success? It, it allows us as women to truly circle around one another and collaborate as opposed to compete because we all know what we're going after. And it never, ever looks the same as someone else. It's so amazing. Oh. So you mentioned you have a team and as everyone heard, you know, you have your own brokerage. You are a brokerage owner. Yes. <laughs> Which yes. means you, you're also part of the Woman Up tribe that has come together in the last few years with California Association of Realtors as well. And you are part of that that beautiful lane inside women's council and woman up where you check all the boxes. Yeah. You are a broker owner and a leader. You are also a leader inside organized real estate. And so how do you weave that in to when you talk about like being with your loved ones and that's success, how do you weave that in? And I hate dare I say that use the word balance. How do you decide how to prioritize when you have so many different things going on? You know, I don't, I don't think it's, you know, really prioritizing anything. It's just, that's my way of life. So there's Mm. just balance. I mean, if I, I, my husband, who is a huge support. So I have the support at home. I have the support from the office. I have support from my family. So it's really not hard to balance or think about balancing because, you know, it's just a way of life. So, that is spectacular. I, I love it. <laughs> no, I think that we underestimate that support structure. And I think it's specifically because we're in a world where we kind of applaud the self-made person, right? You hear the term self-made man, self-made millionaire, self-made woman. And I, I it, it's not true. Like no one is, does it by themselves. And, you know, we are both blessed with amazing partners. Our husbands are, I mean, your photos and the things that you share with your hubby, it's like that is goals right there. Right? <laughs> to, to be married. How long have you two been married now? Oh my gosh. Okay. So we've been married 12 years. Okay. And so, but we've been together for over 25. Yes. So. <laughs> That's a long time with the same yeah. person. Yeah. we could talk about this forever, but I think, you know, being together that long is not easy, but it is, is worth every second of sweat. Oh (laughs) yeah. Oh yeah. I can't even imagine my life without Andrew. And there are days where I look at him and I'm like, I wish I could imagine it without, you know, (laughs) driving bananas. But then, you know, there's something that like a divine spark that hits and it's like, remember, focus on the beautiful things about your relationship, the wonderful things he brings to your life. And it's like, oh, that thing, that irritating, you know, him chewing too loud, which is usually what it is, to be honest. It's so little. 
even though it's irritating me in the moment, that, you know, I think we underestimate how powerful those people are in our lives. So I love, I absolutely love that. So let's talk about advice, right? We, we talk about mentoring and getting advice and giving advice. What's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, my best advice was follow your heart mm. and do what you want to do. You know, just move forward. Don't stay in a box. And yes. so that, that was really hard advice for me because I always felt like I needed to be in this box, you know, mm-hmm. to conform to what society thought I should be and should be doing. So, that well, that's, you know, especially for, uh, for women of color, you know, woman up is about women, but it's about diversity of women. It isn't about one type of woman. And I, my heart has just grown so much from what I've learned from women like you and the statistics about um, even the wage gap, right? There's all these things where we talk and we're always talking about the white woman statistic at the top. Yeah. But you dig down and you're like, what is going on? What is happening in this world? And I think that the beauty of real estate and what real estate offers all women and people of color is the opportunity to say, that's not my story. Yeah. Like Absolutely. You, you, that's not your story. You have broken away out of that kind of corporate struggle of somebody else paying you what you're worth. And you're like, I'm going for it. So how did you decide to open your own brokerage? Uh, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was working for a hospital and I was working a lot of hours and my dad got <laughs> sick and my mom needed help. And real estate was something that I always wanted to do. And I needed to be able to have something flexible so I could help. Yes. And my husband said, get your license, go for it. So that's how I started in real estate. So basically I got my license. I worked for another brokerage and I never looked back, but then I thought, what's next? Yes. And so then my mom had a stroke. So I had all these life changing experiences that really made me look at where I wanted to go and what made sense for me. So when she had that stroke, I said, you know what? I need to stop and go out on my own. My husband said, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And initially, I went out on my own thinking that I'd be by myself. It was just a way for me. I'm thinking I'm going to work from home. I was mentoring other agents at the office that I was in, and I knew I wouldn't have time for them. So I thought, you know, I'm going to go out and be on my own. I could just do my own thing at my own pace, take care of my mom. And that's how it all started. I love this. We just did a whole series that I think you kind of saw the teaser for. We we found 11 or 12 women who were going to be in New York for an event, for a real estate event. Mm -hmm. And we asked them to just come on camera for about three minutes and share some of their story. And I would say of the women who owned their own brokerage, all of them did it because something they needed wasn't accessible in any brokerage out there. And it was also related to something in their family, something their family needed. They had a, you know, a, a sick child, an aging parent, something around that, that they were just like, I'm not getting, I don't see this. Where, what is going on? Yeah. And they created it. And this is the power of women, right? We see a need and we don't just go, well, it doesn't exist. 
we say, how can we create something? And real estate truly does afford the ability to do that. I, I love this industry because of that. I think there are so many women like you who are so bold and brilliant and have this heart for servant leadership. And this is the perfect industry for you. Oh, yeah. I love it. I couldn't <gasps> see myself doing anything else. Yeah. Well, now, were you in administration in the hospital? Were you yes. in? Okay. Yeah, that yeah. is a brutal space. Oh, yeah. Very Woo. much so. Woo. so. It was hardcore. So. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, and you scary. learn, you learn things. <laughs> it was scary leaving. So. <laughs> I bet. Well, you know, I was actually just talking with Sarah this morning, Sarah Sudachan, about, like, I've been having these big, vivid dreams. I'm a I'm a dreamer. Like I dream in technicolor almost every single night, but my dreams have been so incredibly intense and I'm remembering so many details. I, I shared yesterday that I had this epic dream with Oprah a couple nights ago. Like we're just hanging out like we're doing right now. We're sitting on a couch and we're talking about self-care and self-love. And I mean, we're embracing in this epic hug and I like woke up and um, we had just looked out the window and I'd seen this, we, we watched this couple like flying their little dog, like a kite, like, not yeah. <laughs> walking, dog, but flying it like a kite. And we're laughing. And I actually woke up laughing. Like I woke up with the laughter that I had in that dream. And I thought, uh, this is, uh, this is God telling me it's time to get uncomfortable again. It's, yeah. it's time to make these things that seem like ridiculous. Like I'm not going to be sitting on a couch with Oprah. Why not? Why can't you I? could be. Oh, you know, if Amy Schumer can do it, why can't I do it? You know, I you mean, should be on the couch with Oprah, <laughs> right? It's like, and, and I think that when we dare to dream, right, when we dare to think outside of what society has told us we can do as women, as women of color, uh, we, we have, the sky is the limit. When we yeah. tap into that feminine drive, oh man, it's so underestimated. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Very, very much so. <laughs> ah, oh my goodness. So let's talk about the thing that people would be most surprised to know about you because I just think this is awesome. Well, I, there's a lot of things, but I love reptiles. Is that one of the things that you wanted to do? Yes, I thought that was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us. Okay, so explain. Like, do you like all reptiles? You like snakes and lizards and like, what's, like your, what's your favorite? Snakes and lizards and chameleons and, you know, you name it. I love them. And I don't know. I just had a fascination ever since I was a kid. So growing up at my um, grandmother's house, there was always lizards around. So we would catch them and play with them and their tails would come off and I would be fascinated by this and that they, you know, they grow back. And I just thought, so just that in itself had just gave me a fascination with reptiles. And yes. in sixth grade, my report that I had to do was on reptiles, and we have a reptile house at our zoo. And so cool. we went to the zoo, we filmed it, I got to like touch all the reptiles, I got to hold this one that was a blue, and I just remember this because it was just so crazy, this blue tongue lizard. And it was pretty big, and so I'm holding it, and the guy tells me, oh, it's sleep, it's not going to do anything, it won't move. Well, it moved, ran around my neck, and licked me on my face. Okay, so I freaked out. So. <laughs> That's so crazy. 
So this was filmed when you were in sixth grade? Yeah, this was filmed. Oh, yeah, God, this, this is so great. crazy. And so I just thought, oh my gosh, you know, but ever since then, <laughs> you know, I've just had a fascination with them. And then um, I'm not a jewelry girl. I don't like jewelry. And my husband knows this. And one year for my birthday, he bought me this three-horned mountain chameleon. His name was Guido. Guido. I loved Guido. Aww. Guido was awesome. And Guido helped me get over some fears because I am deathly scared of crickets and grasshoppers and anything like that that's crunchy. I just, yeah, definitely just, <laughs> yeah, they freak oh me goodness. out. But that's what Guido ate. So I had to learn to deal with them. So oh he got God. me over my fear of those little insects. So I had him for three years. I took care of him. He was spoiled. And yeah, it was the best pet ever, best present ever. So I was oh devastated when Guido passed away. <laughs> oh my goodness, Guido. Yeah, so that's, that's my weird little thing. So I, I think do. that's a great story. And I love that Guido helped you get over your fear of grasshoppers. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this is life right here, Sabrina, right? That there are people who are probably thinking, how is she afraid of a grasshopper? Yet she will have a three-horned ginormous lizard in her house, <laughs> right? This is what we are all so different. The tapestry of our lives is so fascinating to me. And I love that Guido came into your life, not only to love on you and to remind you of your husband's love for you and how much he knows you, yeah. but that he also helped you through a fear. How beautiful is that? That's yeah. so great. <laughs> oh my goodness. Guido had, <laughs> yeah, Guido had a lot of moxie. <laughs> so my great. dad was, was so afraid of Guido. <laughs> your dad was? My dad. <laughs> so I went on this cruise and my parents watched Guido for me. My mom loved Guido. So she would take Guido out of the cage and chase my dad around the house. Oh, that's so, hysterical. Yeah, it was funny. It was Your funny. mom had Good moxie, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She had lots of moxie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Psst. You're listening to the Fire Up Podcast. We'll be right back to our moxie chat after this quick break. Have you heard about my next free mini course on crushing your fear of missing out? also known as FOMO, and embracing JOMO, the joy of missing out during the holiday season? If you're ready to give your best yes and most confident no replies to those invitations you receive throughout the holiday season, as well as ready to create more margin for what matters, please join me. The new Fierce Freebie will go live on one of my favorite days, 11-11. So be sure to hop on over to debratrapin.com slash minicourse and enter your email to receive it and more details on the topic. That's debratrapin.com slash minicourse. And now, back to our Moxielicious conversation. So, you know, we love that word around the fire up your Moxie Chat podcast, and you and I have, over the last year, had lots of interactions, in particular on social media, uh, when I post anything that's about Moxie, uh, whether it's a Moxie affirmation or, you know, just a little, you know, one of my little posts, <laughs> that, a little memo to ignite your Moxie. Yeah. And I, I always love how you 
bring it around to the moment that we met, right? When we met in California at the Women's Council meeting and I was doing the Fire Up Your Moxie keynote and I remember you coming up to me and I remember you saying to me, wow, like Moxie, like I would love if you would share what it is about Moxie that has really resonated so much for you and how, how it's helped you on, in your journey the last year. You know, really Moxie, you know, watching you up on stage, just being your true authentic self. It was, it was just a, a wake up call for me. Like you're there, you're yourself. You're not in a business suit. You're in your dress and it's bright and your hair is bright. Your personality is bright and you were truly owning yourself. Mm. And for me that I was like, I need to just like be me. Mm. I need to quit putting myself in this box of what I think people want to see from me and how I should be acting and making sure, oh no, don't look at me. I don't want people looking at me. So I better just be quiet. Mm. And I'm really not a quiet person. Well, <laughs> I am if I don't know you, but if I know you, I'm not quiet. So Yes, <laughs> but, yes, yes. <laughs> but just watching you be your true authentic self made me say, you know what? I could be my true authentic self. I can just put it out there and the people that love me, love me. And the people that hate me will hate me, but I will be happy being who I am. And be That's happy, right. yeah, to be surrounded by the people that accept me for the way I am and who I am. I love hearing that. So thank you for sharing that. I think, you know, this is something that we as women need to truly understand about each other, that when we do live our best life out loud on purpose and on our own terms, it truly does inspire other people to do the same thing. You know, when I worked in corporate for real estate and I was doing recruiting and training and retention and all of those things, traveling the country, speaking for a brokerage, I was in a suit. And my hair was a lot more auburn than it is screaming red. <laughs> and I did have to do that. I mean, I was still who I was, but I had to tame her a little bit yeah. because it wasn't my brand I was representing. And we do have to do that. There are times where we have to do that. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I realized in 2012 that no more right? It just didn't make sense for me to do that anymore. And I think now it's a lot easier for women to be their own brand inside of a brand. Yeah. I think that social media has allowed us to truly tell our authentic story, to share that we love reptiles. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I can totally imagine you like dressed as a queen with a big old snake around your neck. Oh, like, I could do that. Oh I gosh. So do that. that would be, I mean, I think you should do it. Come on. Uh, but showing that, right? Being who we are because we're, we're starting to realize that inside the negative side of social media is a beautiful side that we actually can share who we are and we can talk about what we're experiencing and what we love. And those people, like I like to say, are lionesses who are meant to be in a pride with get it. And they're like, Oh, I love that. I want more of her in my life. You know, how can I get a little of that? And, and we find each other so much easier when we let the hair go a little bit more red, when we wear the dress with the crinoline underneath it or the sassy boots. Right. Um, yeah. And every single time I step a little bit more into doing something that I'm thinking, Oh man, this is going to rock the boat. 
it's never as bad as I think it's going to be. I mean, there are going to be some that haters will hate, like you said. There yeah. will, there's always people who will write in a review, her hair was too red, I was distracted. Like, yeah. seriously, <laughs> they'll write that. You're like, are you kidding me? Like, let it distract you away. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to change it. Okay. Uh, but, but there will always be that, right? And so why not be who you are? And I remember when I walked into Woman Up last year and I saw you in that pink coat and your hair was fire. It was like, oh my gosh, like, like you were a beacon in that room. Like it, you just lit it up and you were just sharing your authenticity and every photo that you are in from that event is just like, you are rocking it. You can see you are, you're standing tall and you are working that pink jacket. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I felt like I was home. I felt like I was home. I was comfortable. I was surrounded by, you know, strong, independent women that, you know, are walking the walk. And so I felt like I was truly at home and I was comfortable being who I was and being accepted. So yeah, Woman Up really has given me a lot of insight to where I want to go. What do you think it is about the movement that does that? What do you think it is about? Why, why do you think you feel so at home already after, you know, a handful of, of engagements? You know, just the empowerment of being who you are and being a boss. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that is okay. So, you know, the area that I'm in, basically, I am the only female black broker in the area. The only one. So that's a little intimidating. Mm -hmm. One, being a woman and then being a woman of color, Mm -hmm. it is very intimidating. But when you go to Woman Up and you're there around everybody with your peers and they're doing it, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I can do it and it's okay. I don't have to be (sighs) uncomfortable. I want to cry. It made all the difference. It made all the difference. Again, you get to see it, right? Yeah. You see it and you think, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. And, and I, in the, it, when you're in those times of trial and tribulation before the victory happens, you know others before you have succeeded and it's yeah. easier to push through. It's, uh, you know, I was in a Facebook group conversation yesterday about Woman Up and as you know, uh, as a wave maker, <laughs> we get questions like, uh, yeah, so in order for women to get on stage, it has to be an all-women event. And why is that? And it was kind of, it, it was a little snarky, uh-huh. not super supportive. It was from a, a, a woman saying that. Mm-hmm. And, and it just kind of inspired this conversation around, like, why do we need that? And I don't want to be asked to speak on a, a panel merely because I'm a woman. I want it to be because I'm intelligent and, you know, whatever. And then another gal came underneath and she says, well, great, you're, you're sponsoring women, but are you sponsoring people of color? And I said, oh, yeah. I said, yes to all of the above. Like, this is a place where we bring a light to shine on everyone and anyone who wants to share that story. Yeah. Like, there is, and I shared the image from our 2018 speaker panel and it was crickets because I think they, they thought it was just going to be another one of those like white ladies on stage and you know it feels odd saying that as a white woman but I get it <laughs> right 
I mean, I get it. And it's been such an honor to be part of the process and to put together a platform that is so incredibly inclusive, that questions the norm every time. You know, we're not always perfect, and we don't always have access to having the best diversity, but when we can, we do. And, And it's women like you who help us by bringing along more women of color and more underrepresented people to say, hey, I got a story for you right over here. Like, you need to meet this person. You need to meet this person. And it's like, oh, it's like wildfire. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I met so many wonderful women at the Women Up event. And, you know, we chat, you know, we're on Facebook friends. We have phone conversations. I'm part of the Women's Council. So to be part of that, the reason I joined was because I wanted to be around other women that were doing what I was doing. And then here comes Woman Up that takes it to another level. So it's just like now I feel like I'm surrounded by all of these, like you say, lionesses. And I can roar. Yes, you can. <laughs> what I love about the, the relationship between Women's Council and Woman Up is that they are different, but they really do truly complement each other. You know, Women's Council, the conversations are very much around moving the industry forward and, and the organized real estate side. You know, how do you make a difference with legislation? How do you help women step into becoming part of that side of real estate that helps pass laws and bills and I mean like just ledge day coming up like that is pretty powerful stuff and when you see the women's council like taking over that hill it's like wow that is powerful and then you come to woman up and you get to talk about the brokerage side of things building a brokerage building a team what does that look like how does that feel what are people doing to finance that and you know how are they taking care of themselves as they're trying to do all of those things and we have real conversations and there's men in the room which I think good for them bold men coming in because I I'm pretty sure the word menopause was used a few times from stage right like (laughs) it's real Hey, my husband was there. He was there. <laughs> yes, he was. And I think that, you know, it's good for them to hear those things. It's good for them to hear, you know, like you're sitting in a meeting and all of a sudden you have a personal summer and you're like, okay, I'm going to die. Like these people are all going to be, look at me, I'm dripping, you know, it, but that's real. And, and how do we talk about those things that are real? And I love that they, when our two groups come together at the, both of our conferences, whether it's a Women's Council conference and Woman Up is there or vice versa, that it, it shows that we can collaborate as two very strong, powerful movements. We're not in competition with each other. So, oh, and no. so many people want to make it that way. They're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. It's like, yeah. no, no, that's not how it works. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. We definitely, the, both organizations complement each other. Yes. And really gives support. You know, it's, and now it's like a well-rounded support. Mm-hmm. So you have two places to get it from. And yes. that's phenomenal. That's yes. phenomenal. I yeah. love that. So one of the other questions that I always love to ask and hear the answer to is, our one word for the 12 months ahead. You know, it's, 
we aren't in January right now. However, every day is a personal new year. So when, when you think about that word that's fueling you right now, what is that word? Determined. Mm. Of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many goals and so many ideas and so many things that I just want to do. I'm just determined. I'm determined to be more than I was yesterday, more than I was last year, to do more, to share more. I'm determined. That's my word for the year. I am determined. Spectacular. So as we get ready to end, I know we talked a lot about Moxie, but you know, I want to put a compilation together soon. So I'm going to ask you specifically about what does Moxie mean to you? Just being your true authentic self and not sitting back in the shadows. Mm. Just being loud and proud and bright. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) Loud and proud and bright. What a beautiful, beautiful way to cap out this conversation. That was so amazing. So before we say goodbye, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? And the best way, you know, um, I would say you could call me. I love conversations. Oh. 559-270-6695. Or find me on Facebook, Sabrina Brown. <laughs> you are busy. You just gave your phone number. That's so I, great. Call me. I'm not afraid of a conversation. <laughs> I love that. Do you know who Bob Goff is? He's the, the guy that wrote Love Always and... Oh, oh, I know who you're talking. I know, I know, I know. It's not coming to my head, but yes, yes. But Bob Goff, he's he he does the same thing in his book. He puts his phone number. Yeah, he says, you know, you want to talk about the book? Call me. He's and he says, I can't even tell you how many times I've like he picks up the phone, and he has people who call him and say, I hate your book. And he still talks to them. It's hysterical. You know, there are still people who love the art of a phone call. So <laughs> pick up the phone and call Sabrina. Have a yeah. chat with her. I love that. That is so great. My friend, thank you so much for sharing time with me today and for sharing your story and your heart and your goals and your dreams with the Fire Up community. I know that there are many lionesses that were touched by your story and by your bravery and your vulnerability. So thank you so much for joining me today. As I said earlier, if there's anything that any of us can do to help you, do not hesitate to ask. Feel free to tag me in anything that you need shared. I always see what I'm tagged in. I don't always see what I'm not tagged in. (laughs) And I don't mind being tagged. Just like you don't mind getting a phone call, I do not mind getting tagged. I will be tagging you then. (laughs) Awesome. Alrighty, my friend. I wish you the most amazing rest of your day and a wonderful rest of the year. And I look forward to seeing you a few times between now and the end. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me today for a divine dose of truth wrapped in grace with sides of sass, moxie, and fire. Want more information on what we talked about today? You'll find the show notes and links over on my website, debratraben.com. Search the podcast title and voila! If you enjoyed the show today, please hit subscribe, click those stars to rate me, and leave a review. Oh, and don't keep the show a secret. Pretty please, share it with your friends too, okay? Lioness, I am praying you enjoy living your best life out loud, on purpose, and on your own terms. As always, keep your eyes open for moments you can engage, elevate, and empower your world.